You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 10. What happens when you feel like you're getting burnt out? Let's get started. What up, what up, everybody? This is Maggie Barra here. Welcome to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. If this is your first time listening, then thank you for joining us. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every Monday for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com slash podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Actor Aesthetic and on Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. Dealing with rejection is a very highly requested topic from my followers on Instagram and viewers of the blog, and I don't think there are any right ways or wrong ways to go about it. I think ultimately, the only thing that you can do is focus on yourself when it comes to dealing with that feeling of rejection. Now, the issue that I have with the term rejection is that when you go to an audition and you might get a callback for that audition and then you go to the callback and maybe you make it all the way through till final callbacks and then you find out that you don't get the job. I don't view that as being rejected. I just view that as the creative team of the show you're auditioning for deciding to give the role to someone else because of X, Y, and Z. Now, obviously, as an actor, you know that theater is very, very subjective, and sometimes getting the role or not getting the role may come down to, are you a member of equity or are you not a member of equity? Do they have enough contracts for a union member or do they have enough contracts for non-union? Do you fit the look of the show that they're casting? Do you look good next to the person you're playing opposite of? Are you taller, shorter? It can come down to just ridiculous factors, but it's not ridiculous in the eyes of the director. It's the director's vision. So when it comes to feeling rejected, I just have an issue with thinking of not getting the role as being rejected. I encourage you to use this new year as a fresh start with a new attitude. Start using auditions as an opportunity to share what you love to do with the creative team and also to prove that you are a consistent, reliable performer, that you are constantly doing the work that is required of you as an actor in this incredible theater industry. So instead of going to an audition and not getting the job and thinking, well, I suck, I probably could have done stuff better, think of it as a learning opportunity and as an opportunity to grow. I know that's way easier said than done, but the issue that you'll run into if you treat every failed audition as a rejection, it's going to start burning you out 
real quick. And so that's what I want to talk about today is what happens when you start to feel like you're getting burnt out. So I'm going to ask you this question right now, and I want you to answer it truthfully. What do you do when you start to feel like you're getting burnt out? What do you usually gravitate towards? What do you default to? What happens to your being when you decide that musical theater is getting to be a little too much for you? Now, a couple of you might be in college right now pursuing musical theater, in which case you're doing this 24-7. You know, I remember being in high school and loving musical theater, but it not being my entire life. And then when I went to college to pursue a degree in musical theater, everything was about theater. My whole life, all of my classes, with the exception of some gen ed courses. All of my classes were acting, singing, dancing based. All of my homework was singing, dancing, and acting. I had to do research on musicals and plays. I was doing shows as well. I was taking master classes on musical theater. I mean, the list was endless. And so I went from doing it sort of as a hobby to realizing, oh, this is a job. Some of you might be out of college, or maybe you didn't go to college, and you just went straight to a big city to pursue theater, and you're going to audition after audition, and you're starting to feel burnt out after going to so many. Sometimes I think that I'm getting to that place where I think, geez, Louise, I've been to how many auditions, and I'm not getting a callback, or I'm not hearing back from anything. Am I putting my time to waste, or is this all for nothing? What's going on? Or some of you may be going from job to job, from show to show. And that seems awesome, right? But there's also a downside to it if you really are in the heart of that, which is, oh my gosh, my life is theater. All I do is tech week and rehearsal and performances. What else do I do? So what in the world do you do when you start to feel burnt out from this industry? I'll be honest and say that You know, I've had my share of jobs and opportunities, readings, regional theater, TV and film, whatever, but I'll go through spurts of not doing anything. Right now, I've been, I mean, the last show I did ended in September, and it's now December, and that's fine. You know, it hasn't been too long, but still, that's a couple of months of not performing. Yeah, I had a quick reading in between, but for the most part, I mean, I've just been auditioning and going to callbacks and stuff, and it's really hard not to feel burnt out from that, especially if you go to auditions and you get to final callbacks and then you don't get the job. It's really hard to just do all of that and then scratch it and then start from square one. My default is always, well... I don't really feel like going to that audition today. I've gone to a lot. I think I'll just stay home. And that is not the answer, man. I mean, listen, it's smart to take care of your mental health, emotionally, physically, mentally. It is important to take care of yourself. So if you need to give yourself a day, a week, maybe even a month, not to audition, then that is so fine. So I'm talking to you right now, those of you who have been going to auditions and callbacks and whatever and starting to feel burnt out 
from quote-unquote rejection, I am telling you right now that it is okay. It is very okay to decide that for the next week or the next few days or the next month, I am not going to audition. If that is where you're at right now, and you feel like that is going to better yourself as a performer and an individual, then by all means, go ahead and do that and be diligent about it. If you really think that not auditioning for a week is going to help you mentally and emotionally as a person in this world, then be diligent about it and say, I'm not even going to think about auditioning. I'm going to do something else with my time that's going to better me. I love taking a day where I can just focus on myself. And sometimes that means working. So just taking a day and not going to auditions, for me, doesn't mean not doing anything. For me, that means focusing on maybe my website. I am always constantly writing and working on my blog, putting my energy into something else that I love and into business opportunities and whatnot. But that's something that you can focus on if you're deciding that, oh man, I don't feel like going to another audition today. I don't even know if I'm right for it, blah, blah, blah. If you have gotten to that point, and trust me, you will, If you've gotten to that point that you are starting to say, meh, I don't feel like going to that one. I don't feel like going to that audition. It's just an open call. It's just an EPA. Who cares? Then I want you to seriously think about why you're thinking that way. So take a step back. Am I burnt out? Am I exhausted physically, mentally? Do I need time to myself? Or are you just thinking that way because you're feeling rejected from this industry? If you're feeling rejected, then I want you to change your point of view for one minute. Remember how everyone tells you that acting is incredibly hard, that getting a job in this industry is incredibly hard? You have to stop thinking that you're being rejected from a show or a role if you don't get a callback or if you don't get the job. Once again, it is not rejection. It's only that you didn't fit the puzzle piece that they're trying to find and put into this crazy, wild, intricate production. And that's it. It is not personal. It almost never is. If you're in college and you're going to class after class and you're like, whoa, this is different. I have never experienced musical theater this head-on before. What am I doing with my life? Then I encourage you to find other ways to either pursue your creativity or other outlets to express your interests. Okay, so I was in musical theater and I decided that I need a life outside of this. I can't just be... 100% a musical theater freak. Now, what's funny is that I ended up creating a blog that's all about theater. (laughs) But that being said, it's not my only one true love. I love music in general. I love classic rock. I love folk. I love hip-hop and R&B. Give me some good Kendrick Lamar, some good Drake. I'm a huge fan of Ariana Grande. And I sometimes hate myself for singing everything that I say. 
And I also love sports, okay? I'm a huge Philadelphia Eagles fan, and even though they suck this year, I can't get enough of watching football. So what else do you like to do? Do you like to read and write? Um, are you into book series or fiction, nonfiction? Do you like watching TV? Netflix is huge right now, and Hulu. Uh, confession, I just started watching Bunheads on <laughs> Hulu, and I remember watching it a couple of years ago when it came out with Sutton Foster, but that's going to be 100% my guilty pleasure. I also love watching HGTV and TLC give me... Uh, say yes to the dress, and I'm good to go for the rest of the evening. <laughs> but, you know, find some other things that are not just you singing and dancing. They can be they can be close to musical theater, like <laughs> Bunheads, or what was the other show I loved? Oh, man, what was it called? The Australian Dance Show. Oh, Dance Academy. <laughs> okay, so my senior year, I was a huge fan of Dance Academy, and that's what I did to take my mind off of class. I would come home and I would watch Dance Academy. Right now, I also love SNL, which is a fun way to just ex escape auditions for a second. What else do you love? So, yeah, so my senior year, I was not quite feeling burnt out, but I was starting to feel like I could start pursuing other interests. I had time to. I was pretty much done pursuing all of my credits that I had left to do, with the ex exception of a few senior-based classes. But, you know, I had a lot of time on my hands. So I decided to take some media classes. I took one on the history of mass media, and I took another one on digital and online media. So what that meant was I was learning about journalism, the history of journalism and how that came about. I had always had a fascination with writing, and I wanted to learn more about it. So I thought, what is a better time to go forth with my other interests than the most stressful year of my life, senior year when everything is focused on transitioning to the industry and working on senior showcase material and all of that. So I ended up loving what I was learning about and I had to create this blog, Actor Aesthetic. I created that blog out of taking that digital and online class. The class was taught at Texas State University. It was actually an online class, and it was taught by Dr. Salwa Khan, and we were required to make a blog. So I thought, all right, let me just write about what I know. Write what you know, so they say. Oh, man, this is going to be a singing day today. Just talking off the cuff, whatever, you know, that's me. But, yeah, I found a love for writing and for teaching and for sharing what I've learned over the years through that. So you'll never know exactly what you're going to find by pursuing other outlets of creativity. So that's what I encourage you to think about as you continue to grow as an actor and decide not to be pulled down by the weight of feeling burnt out from this industry. I mean, we've talked about so far being burnt out from auditions and then also from going to college and pursuing this full on. But 
another way that you could possibly find yourself getting burnt out from musical theater is from performing nonstop. I have a couple of really good friends who go from show to show to show, and it's envious. I envy them. I think, wow, they must be doing something right. They must be talking to the right people. They must have the right material in their books, and they must be really, really talented and lucky because, man, they are going from show to show, and they just never stop working. I look up to these people, and I admire them, and I say that these are working actors, and that means that they're successful. But the downside to working all the time, constantly going from show to show, is the possibility of feeling burnt out after a while. And that worries me sometimes because I have seen people change over time because they're starting to feel like their life is their work. If this is you, I challenge you to separate yourself for a second from your work. Because truly, if you want to be happy in this industry, now I don't have all the answers, but over time, this is what I have learned and this is what has been bestowed upon me, is that if you want to be happy in this industry, then you need to separate yourself from your work right now. It's going to get really unhealthy really fast if you start defining yourself by your work. If you don't have a life outside of your job, it's going to start becoming mundane. It's inevitable. And I know that you didn't sign up for this career because you wanted a mundane life. You signed up for this career for your own reasons, yes, that I would never be able to define for you. You would define them yourself. But you knew that this is not a nine-to-five mundane lifestyle, so why treat it as that? Understand that, yes, you are incredibly lucky for the job that has been given to you, but live a life outside of that. Have friends outside of your circle of castmates. Take classes on things that scare you and intimidate you. Remember what I said earlier about discovering new creative outlets? Explore what this world has given you. Do you like to write or draw, sketch, design, paint? Are you into photography, graphic art, playwriting, blogging, hey, hey, editing, scrapbooking, cooking? Do you write music or poetry? Are you an avid reader, a gamer, cough, cough? It's so important to exercise your creative mind in different ways other than just performing. And also, isn't that how we grow as artists? Just some food for thought. My other advice, if you're going from job to job and you're feeling like you're going crazy and you're starting to lose your interest in musical theater, then I suggest getting some air. That sounds stupid, right? But if you're going to your performances every night. You're sleeping in and you're going to your shows and you're staying in the theater during the two show days. You are going to die. You are going to burn out quick. So I don't know, take a hike, lay by the pool, do something that takes you outside far, far, far away from harsh audition room, fluorescent lighting and chilly theater buildings. 
Also, why are theaters always freezing? What is that? The more I talk about that feeling of getting burnt out, the more I remember why at least I start to feel that way. And it's because I'm either performing a lot or I'm not getting a job and I'm just auditioning. And within that is a very mundane schedule. So I'm going to rehearsal and then I'm going to sleep and then I'm going to rehearsal and then I'm going to sleep or I'm sleeping in and I'm going to my show and I'm sleeping in and I'm going to my show or I'm waking up early, going to the audition, going to sleep, waking up early, going to the audition, going to sleep. Lately, that's been my life. I wake up early. I go into the city at six o'clock with my father, who also works in the city. Um, For you guys who don't know, I actually live in New Jersey, um, which is not that far away from the city, but still, uh, it's not worth living in the city. So I go in and I come out and I cuddle with my dog and I go to sleep and I do it again. And sometimes I teach as well. But over time, that is exhausting. Just never giving myself a break. So what I found that I have to do is reflect. That's my big word for you today. Reflect. Something that I love to do recently is reflective journaling. I give myself 10 to 20 minutes each night before I go to bed and I just let it all out on paper and I reflect what I'm thankful for, what made me laugh, what I'm struggling with. I find that putting my emotions into words can lead to a deeper and more realistic view of my day and also putting pen to paper versus typing on a keyboard forces me to slow down and process my feelings and when I do this I find that I'm not ever letting myself get to the point of feeling burnt out because I can find where I'm going awry at night when I'm journaling. I guess the point of this podcast today is to get to the bottom of why you're feeling burnt out, whether it's feeling quote-unquote rejected or whether you're feeling like your schedule is becoming mundane. You're either going to audition after audition, you're going to class after class in college, or you're just going from show to show and performing nonstop. There's a reason why you're starting to feel burnt out, but I'll leave you with this. Do you remember why you started singing? or dancing, whether you grew up as a singer first or a dancer first or just an all-around star, what did you see on TV or watch live inspired you to start performing? And not only why did you start performing, but why do you continue to do it? If I had to ask myself that question right now, truthfully, I would answer like this. I would say I started singing because I loved mimicking voices off the radio and my family and close friends said, hey, you're pretty good at this. Why don't you take some lessons? But now the reason why I love to do it is because I love to change lives and tell stories, create art. And really it's that simple. So if you are listening to this right now and you're feeling a little burned out, I want you to know that you are on the right track and 
there is a place for everyone in this industry, regardless of what you think and regardless of what statistics your arch nemesis from high school told you about theater. I'm telling you right now that you just listening to this podcast means that you care. So remember that. And also, you must really love theater because you're listening to a podcast titled Actor Aesthetic. (laughs) I still laugh about the name. It's too bad. I created the name when I first came up with the blog. It has stuck ever since. I actually tried to change my name of my Instagram back to Maggie Barra instead of Actor Aesthetic, and I got some wordly text messages from friends and people I didn't even think cared that much about my blog asking me why I would ever think of doing such a thing (laughs) as changing the name. So it stuck. It's actor aesthetic, you guys. My dad joked and said he didn't know how to pronounce it, but he's got to learn because that's what it is. I love you guys so much and I really really do appreciate you listening and supporting this with that being said we conclude episode 10 whoa of the actor aesthetic podcast if you enjoyed this please help me out please rate review and subscribe on iTunes spread the word you guys if you feel so inclined give me a shout out on Instagram I love seeing that you guys are listening for further inquiries email me at maggie at actoraesthetic.com or shoot me a DM at actoraesthetic and I love hearing your suggestions about topics for upcoming podcasts so Holler at me, you guys. I want to hear from you. It takes a village, y'all. I will see you next week. Bye.